Welcome back to the Business Freedom Podcast. Lars Hedenborg, founder of Real Estate B-School, co-founder of High Performance Real Estate Advisors. I've been in the real estate business since 2008, and I uh, launched Real Estate B-School in 2013. These next three podcasts is going to be a series that I'm calling Lessons on Leadership from three team leaders with a thousand homes sold per year combined. And uh, this is a members only session that we had at our, our intensive workshop, which was virtual. And uh, some of it is timely because it's in the midst of uh, COVID and just the drama around all of that. And uh, most of it, I'd say 95% of it, 99, 90 to 95% of it is timeless in terms of just what it's like to lead from the trenches, the good, bad, ugly of building a real estate business. All three of these folks have been in our world for uh, more than three years. And so Drew Richmond uh, leads the sales team at Dave Hook Team in Central PA. Uh, and Dan Jones was actually on my real estate team uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. He broke off. I helped him. Um, we started together back in 2014 or 15, maybe. He'll close 300 homes. He almost closed 300 homes last year and totally out of production. And then we've got Greg Miller. He, I think he did about 350 last year. He's been in our world for a few years as well. So uh, just an amazing wealth of knowledge. The only thing I ask is that since this is members only content, please do me a big, big favor. All I ask is for you to share it if it's useful. If it's helpful for you, the podcast is helpful for you. For you. Share it on your social media and leave us a five-star review. The, the reviews are super important in terms of getting our content to the top of a very uh, overfilled, I want to say overfilled, uh, just a very full uh, podcast feed that y'all have. So we want to be toward the top because uh, this, this mission that we have is meaningful. It's to just change a broken industry. Traditional success, in my opinion, isn't worth having in the real estate industry. It has you working every evening, every weekend. And then most of the time, you don't have a lot to show for it after all of those efforts. So uh, share it and leave us a five-star review and stay tuned for part one. This is going to be three parts. Part one of lessons on leadership from three team leaders with a thousand homes sold per year combined. It's a pretty lengthy title. I may change that before I launch it, but you get the gist of it. We'll see you there. This, this session is just a conversation about how you know, how we're leading in our businesses. So I'm going to bring on uh, three folks, Dan Jones, Greg Miller, and uh, Drew. And I want to uh, chat a little bit about them uh, real quick. Dan, Dan Jones was actually uh, moved to Charlotte to be on my real estate team. Well, he didn't move here for me. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't be so lucky. Uh, he moved here to take care of his mom. Um, I don't want to make you cry, Dan. So I'm going to stop, stop getting emotional. Um, just like the best guy in the world. Here's the thing about Dan. <clears throat> He's one of our coaches. If you ever get a chance to, to get to know him, you'll find that he doesn't overcomplicate things. When we first started Real Estate B-School, he tried it a couple years on his own. He left my team. He tried it a couple years on his own. And he would. he's the only agent I ever had in my brokerage. I owned a brokerage for five years that wasn't on my team. And so he would come into my office for our coaching sessions and he'd have his financials just written out on a yellow piece of paper. And I'm like, on the one hand that I can, I can appreciate that you're tracking your numbers. On the other hand, Dan, it's, it's time to hire a bookkeeper. And so we'd have his whole month of financials written out and it would show his profit. And I'm like, that is the best thing ever. And then same thing we did on the real estate team. We would generate a lead. We would work the heck out of it. We would block our time. We would track ourselves, you know, track our numbers and hold ourselves accountable. He's, he's built his business 
Um, how many sides did you do last year, uh, Dan? Like unmuted. Yeah, there we go. Um, we knocked on the door 300. Yeah. So, so, so just someone to listen to. Um, and then Greg Miller, uh, didn't grow his business in real estate B school. Um, but the more I get to know Greg, the wisdom that he brings is like beyond, I don't even know how old Greg is, but it's just beyond his years. The, the care and diligence that he, he takes, like he just takes responsibility for his role as leader. He, it is not, his team is not there to serve him. He is there to serve his team. He knows the net worth of every one of his team members. And he works through like, how can we get you closer to achieving your financial goals? And so just, just, and he brings that same passion for helping people to real estate B school. Uh, and then Drew Richmond, uh, she runs sales for Dave Hook, uh, Dave, Dave, the Dave Hook team. And I've just gotten to know her. Uh, she was Dave's first sales hire, if I remember correctly. And she has uh, been doing an amazing job and just leaning into everything that leadership requires and the challenges of becoming a leader and going from player to coach. And that transition, we've, we've, we're all making it or we've made it. And so I just thought that actually it was Peterson's idea to bring, uh, bring Drew on as well to give a perspective of having gone from agent to, uh, to leader. So let's, let's give him a big round of applause, like a virtual round of applause, and uh, let's get it going here. So <clears throat> I don't know how we can do it. I guess if you guys all unmute yourself. No, not all of you. Uh, just, just Dan, Drew, and, uh, and Greg, because um, I don't think I can put you just the four of you on my screen. I don't think we can do that, right, Stacy? No, they have to unmute themselves and then they should come to the top if you guys are looking at like speaker view. Yeah, if you guys put on speaker view, like the little, um, yeah, speaker view, then uh, Dan, if you start speaking, Drew, unmute yourself and speak, and Greg, I think you guys will pop to the top of my screen so at least I can see you. What's up, Lars? What up, what up, Greg, you there? I'm here. Uh, Drew, you there? Hi. All right, they didn't come to the top. That's okay. I'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, they don't. Sorry. <laughs> Let's see. I thought you were right, though. I thought that was what's supposed to happen. Let me see if I can. They're not on page one. It'll be all right. We'll we'll get through it. Well, when with speaker view, is it at least pulling them up to speaker view? Uh, when they talk, it should yeah. pull their yeah, they are. up. Okay, Jessica says they are, so we're good. All right, so let's um, let's do a quick like one minute. Dan, give give some perspective on on your journey as a leader in a minute. Gives you know, let people know who you are, what all that stuff, and then Greg will have you go, and then Drew will have you go. Awesome. So yeah, we're uh, we're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Um, our goal this year uh, was roughly three point two five million GCI, but with good old Rona, we are uh, back to square one, kind of re replanning things, uh, stepped out of production early 2017. Um, as a leader on the team, um, I love to lead. Um, and I forget, I think Dave Hook, he gets brought up a lot. Dave, you're a smart dude. Um, but people are here because of like us as team leaders. And uh, I love the responsibility and love to impact lives on our team. And um, whatever we give, and this is what we preach to our teams, like whatever we give you guys, it's so that you guys can go impact your friends, family, and the people you meet. But uh, I kind of stuck with that, you know, because that's what I love and that's what I'm passionate about personally. 
but uh, impacting other lives and passing that along to other people and watching other people grow my passion. Awesome. I should have did ladies first. Uh, Drew, why don't you jump in here? Um, give a quick intro. Uh, okay. Um, I feel like a super small fish on this panel here, um, but I have been in this position for exactly one year. I started as a sales director in April of 2019. Um, 2018 and before that I was in full production uh, as a player, like you mentioned, and moved into this position a year ago. Last year we did about 255 sides and this year we are hoping for just over 300. Awesome. And do not underestimate your impact in this time we have together because you bring a very, very unique insight that we may not get otherwise so and I, I would say what makes it a little what might make us a little bit different right now is we've been shut down for a full seven weeks of no in-person activities yeah that's uh that's tough all right so greg miller uh give us your quick intro <clears throat> i too have been shut down so i'm i understand your pain there uh i am in southwestern michigan been in real estate for about 17 years been married uh, 26, 27 years, have four kids, start out with a team long before a team was a thing and uh, just slow growth, very, very slow growth. Did about 330 units last year. Goal was 400 this year. We'll see if we make it or not. And been working on real, uh, really targeted working on leadership skills for about five years now in every, every manner I can. A lot of bumbling around, but getting closer. Yeah. So I, I like what you said there. You know, it's not, it's slow growth. I feel like everyone in our industry is like, I'm just going to grow no matter what, you know, it doesn't matter if I lose a relationship or my physical health, I'm just going to grow. So I appreciate you mentioning that. Um, I want to start out with a question. Um, just how are you guys managing personally through the last couple months? You know, just like, you know, I've got kids, everything hit the fan, like just speak openly about, and Drew, I'll let you go first. Um, how are you managing personally? How has life changed personally? How are you managing to have all the business be at home and the kids at home and, and all of that? Yeah, I think that, um, I think it, it's gone in waves throughout the seven weeks. Um, I know that in the, the first couple days of it, we really bumbled a lot with a schedule and a routine for our family. Um, we have one eight-year-old who's in second grade um, and it is great to have an older child throughout this, but also he doesn't have a sibling that is kind of playing with him throughout this and, and keeping him engaged throughout the day. So there is an aspect of, I have to do both. Um, but I think about, so we were shut down on a Friday and I think by Wednesday, it, we finally found like a routine and came up with a lesson plan and, and like a schedule for the day, which most of you have, um, and got him involved in doing those things. And um, I think it might've been the Holloways who mentioned this of just being able to match your schedule and your business schedule with your kid's schedule so that you were able to give, you know, wherever you were, you got to be all there. Um, and so that, that is the one thing that has helped me uh, get through this is, is just having a schedule and being able to be all there um, in each of my activities. Man, I, I it's only, it only took you three days to figure out the schedule. We're like, I'm like five was, weeks in and we're like, what? It was a rough three days. All right. All right, Greg, uh, how has, uh, how are things changed personally? Unmute. 
I'd like to move on to the next question, if we could, please. <laughs> um, <clears throat> just train wreck. I mean, we're, popcorn all over my bedroom floor, popcorn in my bed. Um, we're watching movies every night. I watch some terrible series on uh, Netflix. My kids, pretty sure they're not studying anything right now. Luckily, they're all old enough that they can read and write. So I figure at least they can get onto society and be some um, some help there. Uh, I worked through the last economic downturn, and I did not handle that well in my personal relationships. And I got really cranked up, and uh, I generally worked a lot to begin with. So I just worked more and more at the expense of everything. So I've just been kind of relaxed, like, yeah, if we lose our house and cars and money like there's it'll be all right and I'm just much more calm and I think I have a better perspective this time we're working hard we're trying the best we can well I don't think we're trying the best we can but we're trying something and it's just kind of a mess and I am not letting it bother me probably for the first time in my life awesome that's good honesty Dan yeah so I went from having in my opinion um, really, really, really close to a perfect schedule before all this. And, um, it was about two, week and a half, two weeks prior to Rona. Um, good old Rona. Um, I had a Friday half day, uh, planned out strategically, um, for writing clarity break, spend some time with my daughter, finish up in the office, just, you know, any loose ends from the week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I had planned going to the gym on the calendar from 12 to two. And um, this hit, and I was like, well, damn, that's uh, kind of threw everything for a flip. Um, I've, I've been lucky because um, our office is about four minutes away from my house, so I can drive through uh, the neighborhood, and I have some privacy. So the, the beauty of this and kind of coping with it is I'm a little bit more, I was pretty deliberate already with time blocking and how I spent, you know, each half hour time block of the day, but just being more deliberate about, you know, spending time number one, with our admin staff and leadership teams in the morning, and then working on X, Y, and Z, but also at least three, if not four days of the week, getting out by 3, 3.30, heading to the house and spending proper quality family time. And what I found has been really, really important when I do get home, I've always been, at least for the last two, three years, pretty good about setting the cell phone down and real estate stops. Even more deliberate. Um, just with everything that's going on, you can get so overwhelmed with the what ifs. If this is going to happen, oh my God, I need to rebudget. Um, so the, the mindset for, for me, anyways, has been 80% bring it on and 80% anxiety. Um, but it seems like I can leave a lot of that stress here at the office, even more so of the unknown versus bringing it back to the house and totally plug. Uh, from real estate um, I'm with the family so that's just being just more deliberate at, th at this point and trying to be enforced into it because when you turn on the news and it's negativity negativity and you know, you know what I, number one I'm not going to watch it and number two um, when it's family time let's be even more deliberate than it was um, so that's that's kind of the personal side and mixed with a little bit of the business awesome Thanks for listening to the Business Freedom Podcast. If you're getting value from the podcast, would you please leave us a five-star review and share it with others who might benefit from the content I'm sharing. And if you're ready to scale your real estate business sustainably and profitably, there are a couple options for you. 
If you're doing under 500,000 in annual GCI, our Business Foundations program is for you. Head over to getbusinessfoundations.com. That's getbusinessfoundations.com and learn how you can make the shift from overwhelmed real estate agent to true business owner. If you're doing more than 500,000 in annual team GCI, there's our graduate program designed for top producers and team leaders who want to grow their team and scale their business. If that's you, go to realestatebschool.com and apply for a free business growth strategy session. No matter where you are in your business growth journey, we have the tools, systems, strategies, training, and coaching to get you where you want to be. Remember, only you can create your future. So take action now.